Welcome to All You Need to Know, the show where you hear about everything and learn about nothing. Here are your hosts, Quinn Eaton and DJ Pig. Welcome to episode 162 of All You Need to Know. My name is Quinn Eaton and DJ Pig is not with us today. Instead, it is my good friend Alec Raboin. Alec, how are you doing? Good man, how are you? You've been on the podcast before. Is it twice, right? Yes, this is my third time. So you you were, uh, for some reason, the, the episode that you did, The American Experience, was very popular and you were on that one and you kind of brought a different point of view that was really good. And then you were on the Baby Yoda episode. Right? Seinfeld. Seinfeld. Yeah, close. Are you sure? Mm-hmm. Are you sure you weren't on the Baby Yoda? No, episode? I think that was Thad. All right, that's me, okay. Hold on, I want to see. Because <laughs> maybe you've been on three. I know you were on the Seinfeld episode too. No, it was just Seinfeld and the uh, American Dream. So what if I pull this up and you are on the Baby Yoda episode? <laughs> then I was. Then you don't in a different it. state of mind. You were, yes. you were somewhere else whenever <laughs> that happened. Okay, so, anyways. Uh, we've got an interesting topic today as I try to scroll through and look for the Baby Yoda episode. We were actually talking last week how we always cash in on like the big topics. So we cashed in on Baby Yoda, we cashed in on Tiger King and all of those things because people will be like, oh, okay, that's something that's going on right now. I'll listen to that. Um, and I can't seem to find... Was it before Tiger King? It has to be, right? The Baby Yoda episode? Yeah. I'm pretty sure that was like... This During is, the Mandalorian... This um, is good podcasting right here. Yeah, this is what you want. You don't, Baby Yoda with Alec Reborn and Isaac Bayer. So you were on the Baby Yoda episode. Oh my gosh. So you've been on three episodes. This is your fourth This episode. is my fourth. I'm sorry. I, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't remember. That's all right. That's all right. All right. All right. So we've got a... Uh, that was such a long time ago. You was. guys did a Star Wars episode like... Yeah, we did it this not, past Christmas. Yeah, the Hawaiian UK Star Wars special. Did okay. you listen to it? I did. You did? Okay. Uh-huh. That's, did you like it? I did. It was tough like, to cover everything. We tried to cover every single thing about Star Wars, and we probably missed a couple things. I probably should have asked you to be on it. That's okay. I was, baby, I was on the Baby Yoda okay. episode, so, so you're not and that's all that matters. Yeah, Baby Yoda is the most important thing. So we've got, like I said, as I was trying to kind of stall and give us uh, some more time before I could find the episode, I was saying that we had a really good episode to talk about today. Are you and I credible? Do we have any experience in this field? No. Absolutely not. But it is an interesting topic. It's one that we've talked about before, and that's kind of why I was, you know, saying, okay, DJ's not going to be able to do this episode. Who could I have on that would, that would, you know, produce a good conversation about what we're talking about today? And it's, I think it's something that people think about a lot, and it's going to be a big deal whether we like it or not. Don't you think? It's hard to it's hard to talk about it without saying what we're talking about. That's the AY2K tradition. We don't ever say what we're talking about before the topic transition. It's gonna be a big deal, but it's hard to see. Like you can't the timeline for it is what I mean. There is there's a specific way that it's gonna go down and it does seem like it's gonna be really labored as far as getting everything switched over. So why not usually we have this big intro and we talk about how the podcast works. I'll do that real quick. We pick a topic, we cover to about 95%, and then the last 5% is for that audience. DJ usually gives a metaphor, and it takes a couple minutes. People probably skip through it. I don't really know. Uh, but it seems like people don't like our long intro, so let's just go ahead and skip that then. Let's dive in. And let's dive into today's topic. This is episode 162. Uh, it's, it's kind of a double dip here because we're talking about electric and autonomous vehicles.
right, so now we are past the topic transition. So now we can say electric, autonomous, self-driving, whatever you want to say, you're free to say it. I just wanted to make sure that you knew that going into this post-topic transition part of the episode. Well, you told me during the intro that I wasn't allowed to talk. I did. I was going to say it for sure, yeah. which I've done every time. I, I think, think you have. So, so this is it's a, a good step. thing. It's yeah. a big step for you. The fourth time True. you finally got it. I'm improving. Uh, we're talking about electric and autonomous vehicles. Uh, someone that might not know what autonomous means, self-driving. It drives by itself. So we're talking about two things. I guess you could probably split this episode into two episodes and you could talk about electric vehicles and autonomous vehicles. We've designed the episode to where it should transition smoothly into both uh, topics that we'll be discussing today. But you have to think that electric vehicles, which are often con are considered EVs, which is short for electric vehicles. It's a little, <laughs> it's a little advanced, but you know that's how try it to works. Keep up. Yeah, you got yeah. you got to try to keep up with. Uh, if you're taking notes at home, just make sure you write that down. If we talk about EVs, the future of transportation, right? It has to be electric vehicles. Have to be the future of transportation, don't you think? Um, I think that that seems like on the surface level the popular opinion, but I mean, and and again, we're not experts on this topic, no. but I've heard about like these lithium batteries that they put in the cars. Because mm -hmm. I think the, the motive to switch to electric is the whole like gas, fossil fuel thing, right? Yes. And um, and trying to conserve some of that. So, But I think digging up these lithium batteries, or the lithium for the batteries, is just about as, you know, detrimental to our Earth that's true. as, that's, as that's anything else. Point. But, you know, who knows? We haven't seen it on a mass scale, so... You remember, I think the earliest versions you would see a Prius drive by or something, and you well you would, you would see it, but you wouldn't hear it because it's so right. quiet. It's a deadly. If you're gonna if you're gonna be an assassin or kill somebody, you, <laughs> you want to better do drive a Prius. a Prius. Yeah, um, that's a good poll question. But the the Prius, I feel like, was the original like oh I'm trying to be more uh, mindful of the environment kind of car, and I don't think it was necessarily popular. Don't you think that if you drove a Prius, people were like, wow, look at this guy. So something I've girl. always said, and it's funny you bring that up. I've always said I would drive a Prius like it was nobody's business just because of the gas. Like, oh, you could get you, know, you, you could get to Nashville and back on a quarter of a tank. I wonder, you know? I'm going to look up real quick. Talk more about Priuses while I look up how, what the Prius gas mileage is. And um, great Prius references in pulp culture um, mm. with... Uh, in uh, Horrible Bosses with Jason Bateman, love you know, those movies, yes. talks about street racing yes. um, in a Prius. Um, I love that. I love Priuses. <laughs> I guess other than that, I don't really know too much about them. Um, it says the Toyota Prius uh, delivers 50 miles per oh gallon. Oh my gosh. Unbelievable. That's lethal. That is lethal. So uh, not only is it good for... Uh, you know, being quiet, if you murdered somebody and then wanted to drive across the country, yeah. it seems like you could on it. Yeah, and, and you wouldn't have to, you wouldn't have to stop. Like a cop chase? Goodness. Yeah. You're out of there. Well, as long as you keep it around 65, it's not going to be a high-speed chase, but it's one of those things yeah. where you're like, ah, oh, we're running out of gas. Kind of like OJ. You're just kind of yeah. cruising, you yeah, know, that's with the cops behind you. That's an interesting point, and how different things would be if OJ was in a electric vehicle whenever he was... Uh, escaping the police that would be interesting to see which the new Ford Bronco uh, let's hope there's not you know deja vu but did uh, did he stop did he why did he pull over why did OJ pull over I don't know you know you always see the video of the of just the, Ford the Bronco, Bronco just driving down. down the down the interstate or highway. was it a gas thing it wasn't a gas thing was I'm it, it sure was just a concede yeah. I think it was just like okay I'm gonna stop yeah now. this is probably not going um, anywhere something that 
uh, one of my favorite TV shows brought up, and you've watched this too, is Arrested Development. They said that they discontinued the Ford Bronco at some point, which now it's back. But at the, at the time, they discontinued the Ford Bronco, and they introduced the Ford Escape. And that was right after OJ took the Bronco on the, hmm. on the freeway. So hmm. that's interesting. It is. I don't know if there's a If he was in the there. Escape. Yeah, he might, Who have knows? he might have made it. But back to electric vehicles. Because sometimes with the AY2K topics, you can start on the train tracks, and then all of a sudden you go off. But we always seem to get the train tracks back or the train back on the tracks, excuse me. The future of transportation, it seems like, will be electric because you see people moving towards more green, sustainable, uh, I guess, endeavors. So you've got these cars that people are, are saying, okay, we need to stop being so dependent on gas. We need to stop being so dependent on fossil fuels. Um, but there are, we're gonna get into some pros and cons of, trans of, of electric vehicles. But the thing that I'm seeing right now, the most important thing is you're seeing big businesses move towards electric vehicles for delivery. The USPS just announced that they're moving towards electric vehicles. Hmm. Amazon, uh, UPS, FedEx, they're all moving towards electric vehicles. And I think that whenever you think of those, you're like, well, don't they need to drive like a far distance? But most of the time there are these hubs, you know, in the, in the or I guess across the United States and in, in different regions and they just drive to the certain houses around that region. Hmm. So it doesn't take, I don't think, a lot of gas to get around there, but that's important to see all of these big businesses making deals to go electric. Because I think that whenever you have people kind of lead and start making decisions like that, you might see every day of people say, okay, well, if they're going electric, uh, I think that I might buy an electric car. Are they, are they buying them from like like it's like Tesla, like who's building these electric vehicles? There are a lot of different companies. What's interesting is there's not just one. There are a lot, there are, I think right now, five or six different uh, companies that are producing electric vehicles. And um, I know there was one, work, Workhorse was an electric vehicle company and they were supposed to do a deal with hmm. the USPS and the United States Postal Service. And the deal fell through and then someone else came in and got it. So it's a very competitive environment it's not one where, whenever you think electric vehicles, yeah, you think Tesla. Right, just because of the um, media. But it's not, I don't think it's a monopolized market where there's only two or three that can offer electric vehicles. But so, uh, it's, it's so new. Yeah. Well, it's just so new. But I've always thought about like if Apple like got made an electric vehicle and like how well, awful that would be because you'd have to charge it. Yeah, all the time. And the, the charger <laughs> wouldn't come with the car. You'd have yeah. to buy it. That's and and it would the charger would be like like two feet long you yeah. know you'd have to like you'd have to nudge really up against really, really tight up against your garage wall yeah they actually so, are making a car i don't know if apple is yeah is it electric i think it's electric and oh it's supposed gosh. to be self-driving so it's funny that you said the that. battery will die after a year you'll have to get a new one it'll every be year. it'll be good for like eight or nine months <laughs> yeah and then all of a sudden the you'll be driving to work and it'll die die so then you'll have to bring some kind of generator to charge it while you're using it yeah it'll go from like 86 percent to 15 and like how did that like happen? six minutes and so Apple definitely needs to look at that before they start, you know, pumping out these sure, cars. Sure, sure. Um, but yeah, Apple is making a, a vehicle. I, I don't know what, what the timeline is for that, but let's talk about some pros and cons of going electric as far as having an electric vehicle. Would you, first off, would you buy an electric vehicle if, if the opportunity presented itself? Um, I think like the Teslas, obviously, those are the ones that you see around quite a bit. I think they're good looking cars. Yeah. And uh, I heard this on Rogan once where he, they were talking about how it was like, it's like a cool way to be like, I'm being environmentally friendly, but I'm also like driving like a, a you really know, a nice sports car, car yeah. you know? 
uh, versus like I guess a Prius. You know, that's kind of got that stigma to it that mm-hmm. you eat salad and, and maybe a uh, soccer mom. Kind yeah, of yeah, that that feel. Um, I would buy a Tesla if I could yeah. for sure. We're gonna talk about Teslas here okay, in a second. Cool. So not but, to, not to stop you from. Talking but I don't about know any other any other electric vehicles really besides that. And like I don't know some of these like futuristic ones like. That look kind of funny. Like I guess, like you know, the Tesla truck. Yeah, like, I, I keep bringing up Tesla, yeah. but like if they're gonna make like block-looking cars like that, I'm yeah, not driving around a hunk of metal. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm trying to. You're trying you know, to look good. Yeah, I'm trying to look good. Feel good, right? Look good. Right, with my Malibu and my Altima. Right. You know? Yeah. <laughs> you've got some good. You've got a good choice of cars so far in your uh, driving career, but my arsenal for sure. Um, I think I would like an electric car because you wouldn't have to go to the gas station. I hate pumping gas. I don't know why. And it would just be, I guess you would have to have a garage or a carport or something in order to charge it. mm -hmm. But it seems pretty simple if you are just driving to work and maybe the grocery store or something, you can just plug your car in whenever you get home. I mean, it might might drive your electricity bill up a little bit, but I think that it would still probably save you money as, as opposed to the gas prices. Because with gas, the price is always fluctuating. With your electricity bill, of course... Sometimes the the prices fluctuate, but it seems like it would save you money. Yeah, and there's like a there's a consistent yeah. um, deviation there. So. so I think I would really like it. And before we make decisions, let's go ahead and go through the pros and cons. Like I said, so I love a good pros and cons list, yeah, right? You have to. You always have to make a pros and cons list. The pros of going electric: you're going green. You're helping the environment, right? You're not dependent on non-renewable resources. So like we were talking about gas, and it's quiet. It seems like. It would be as opposed to what I think about is whenever you're on a golf course and maybe you go up and you pay for your round or whatever oh. and then you rent your cart. Sometimes they have gas carts or sometimes they have electric <laughs> and you would rather have an electric cart, right? Yeah, whenever you get sure. there, the gas smell is like, oh god, it smells oh, terrible. And that sound. Yeah, the and sound. It's like bad. you don't want to hear that on a golf course. But with, with the battery, it's like mm-hmm. really quiet, really efficient and effective. I really like that. So And they seem to be faster too. They do seem to be faster. And maybe we don't know. Like we said, we have no credibility or scientific knowledge on how electric vehicles work or the actual pros and cons, but this is what we came up with. Some cons of going electric is the fuel range. So let's say you're going on a long trip and you have an electric vehicle. You are limited to the amount of charge that your battery can hold for your car, and you're also dependent on having charging stations along the way. If you don't have charging stations, then I don't necessarily know how you would be able to keep driving so a cross-country trip a long road trip something that i really enjoy sometimes Mm -hmm. not all the time but occasionally if you got an eight or nine hour drive and you've got some good podcasts you know lined up like you said some sites to see yeah like you said the rogan Mm -hmm. podcast or maybe all you need to know you've got five or six you know in the holster ready to go um it's always good to to have some time to think and drive Mm -hmm. i actually kind of like it but with electric vehicles, it's not as easy as, oh, I gotta pull over to the next gas station. There are certain areas in the country where you are seeing more plug-in stations pop up, and th- th- that's another emerging business, along with electric vehicles, is the, the power charging stations that are being kind of p- popping up around the country. But in this area that we live in, we're more in the southern part of the United States, yeah. people aren't really- old-fashioned. Yeah, people aren't ready to go to electric, it doesn't seem like. So I don't know if you could bring your charger with you. I, I think you would probably, if you're going on vacation or something, it would make a lot of sense to bring your charger with you, but I'm not entirely sure how that would work. Yeah, or like how long you'd have to charge your car for. Mm-hmm. You know, like when you when you pull over to get gas, you're there for 10 minutes, you know, if right. you want to walk out and stretch a little bit, but like do you have to charge your car for like two hours? I think, 
or like but from what I've seen, it's like thirty minutes. 30, oh wow, 30, 45 minutes. So you could get lunch or something and and ride with it. And it but. would be it would be really convenient if there were like okay, I'm gonna map these routes. You'd have to. You have to you, because you, have to you say, could I'm just be like, go. I hope there's one in Kansas. You yeah. know, and you have to kind of map it out before you go, rather than oh, I'm gonna stop at this next exit. There's a gas station. Yeah. So that definitely is a con of having an electric vehicle. But it seems like as the technology advances, those charging stations will become. Uh, more plentiful and you won't have that problem necessarily. Uh, the biggest con of going electric is not being able to roll coal. Now you understand what rolling coal is, right? Oh, absolutely. Being so, from Podunk, Illinois yeah. and moving to Kentucky. And I and I have lived in western Kentucky yeah. my entire life. Uh, it seems like people really get a charge out of, you know, not meaning to make that joke, but people really get a charge out of driving their truck and making black smoke come out of their tailpipe. Not really sure the appeal. Uh, it's never it's never been something I've enjoyed, and actually, it's something I don't like. I think it doesn't it doesn't seem like uh, it is helpful. It seems like it probably hurts your vehicle. And I've never seen anyone on the side of the road, or like any time I've seen someone roll coal, whoever I'm with, they're never like, "Wow, whoa, dude, that was that so guy? cool." It's more of like, "Look at that." You know, chach. You know, yeah, it's kind of one of those deals. Definitely a chach thing to do. He's compensating for. Were you walking? Intellect. Were you walking with me that one time? Whenever we kind of got it in the face. Yeah. Yeah. We were just Alec and couple myself and a couple of other friends were walking on the sidewalk, just having a nice day. I think we were walking to get an ice cream. Yeah, Dairy Queen. That's exactly what it was. And a truck drives by and times the rolling of the coal to right whenever the car passed us, and so black smoke just like you know encompassed us and it was it was really weird like why would you do that why i don't think would, it's funny why were why were they thinking that that would be funny it doesn't make sense but so that's a that'd be a pro of electric vehicles right. i think <laughs> for people that like to roll coal it's a con though. true so you have to true. keep that in mind i don't know if you can like roll you know battery fluid or something maybe. Uh, yeah maybe it'd, it'd be like white smoke or yeah, something maybe. like really crisp I'm sure that they will put a feature to where maybe you can push a button and yeah, like, it gives you that feeling that you're rolling cold. Mm-hmm, and it's like mist. It's like a purified yeah. mist or something. I think that that's possible. And like Febreze. Like if, it's <laughs> well, it, that would be that that, would be, that'd a lot be something, you know. Because if we were walking on that day and someone sprayed Febreze, a nice fresh scent. Ooh, thank spring. you. It's a spring feeling, yeah. So that's that's a good point. Maybe we should present that. Yeah, Elon. if we ever have the opportunity, Elon Musk, if you're listening, maybe try to roll Febreze, and and then there's a marketing thing there too you because you you have a little synergy there. But you know, Elon Musk, let's talk about Tesla. Okay, Tesla seems to be the gold standard for electric vehicles, and you've got other electric vehicles that are being produced. As we're talking about this right now, like Ford, uh, I know that there's there's a, there's a couple other car companies that are starting to produce a lot of electric vehicles. I know uh, the new Hummer that is coming out is electric, hmm. which is, I think that's, that's crazy. hilarious. That's it's, like it's, an it's oxymoron kind yeah. of deal. It's very ironic. The, the only Hummer you can buy now is electric. Hmm. Hummers are awful. Yeah, and they just gas guzzlers. Yeah, like they have means. Sense. They're like, hmm, why don't people buy our cars? Because we expend gas. Get, Let's go electric. You get probably <laughs> negative miles to the gallon yeah. with a Hummer. But uh, you've got all these companies that have you know long existed and they're saying okay we're gonna we see the change of the times you have to innovate or die as a business and all these companies are saying okay let's go ahead and start building electric vehicles it seems like that is where it's moving but tesla was was saying okay i see the electric vehicle i don't want it to be a vehicle that's oh well i guess i'll buy an electric car 
Elon Musk wanted people to be excited about driving an electric vehicle, and I feel like Tesla is the gold standard of electric vehicles. And I, I, I've listened to actually a lot of interviews with Elon mm-hmm. Musk. It's very interesting. You mentioned earlier the cars look really nice. You don't see a lot of them, but I remember I went on a trip and I saw three or four. And every time it passed me, I was like, like "That's Man, a good-looking car." That's color. a good-looking car. So my thing with Elon Tusk and and the whole Tesla thing is Tusk. Yeah, I'm, I I meant to say I meant to say Musk. Um, well, hold on. What's funny is in the show Bojack Horseman. Uh, there is a character, and his name is Elon Tusk, and he has like, yeah, yeah, tusks. yeah. No, I, I think I, that's what I was referencing. Okay, but I was, yeah. in, I was just trying to slip it in there. Right, um, but the Bojack th- fans. Yeah, but the thing, um, I think it's in Rick and Morty too. Maybe it is. Are you sure it's not Rick and Morty? Maybe it is. Rick I think Morty. it's Rick and Morty. Okay, but anyway, I digress. Um, the thing about Tesla and Elon Tusk is how. Like when it, when you're building a company, you want the company to be bigger than the individual. And mm-hmm. it's like after Elon Tusk is done with his prime or is no longer the CEO, how successful and how innovative and how visionary will Tesla be without that leader? Because yeah. you think about like Ford, how many people – like okay, you obviously think about Henry. Was that his name? Yeah, Henry Ford. You think about Henry Ford. He made the thing. But then since then – it was so well established that you think of the business. You think of the business. You don't know who's running Ford. Yeah. I mean, and maybe you do. If but like a general. But like when you think of Tesla, you think of Elon Musk. But like, what's going to happen post Elon? That's something I always think about with him because he he's has, such a figure. He's such like he's like a meme. He connects to all of our people our age. He has so many projects too. Yeah. Uh, I know. Like SpaceX. SpaceX, Starlink, um, Tesla. There's a lot of stuff that he's got on his plate. Uh, so yeah, you know Elon Tusk is definitely someone that has a lot going on, and you, you. But I think he's most synonymous with Tesla, and like we're talking about, the car looks good, sounds good. Uh, I haven't ever driven one, but I'm assuming that it oh, would feel good. Yeah, and it's got that screen in there, which I think screen. is which I think is funny because it's like, don't be on your cell phone, but mm-hmm. we're gonna put a TV in your car. Yeah, it's like a 25 inch television yeah. in the dashboard. And so. that's the thing that blows me. I drive by and I look over and I'm like, they got a freaking TV in their car. And you can watch, from what I understand, you can watch Netflix. <laughs> put on Netflix you can play there. games and stuff. And even Elon Musk said in an interview, like you just, it's dangerous, but he says that he just pushes that he's a passenger because the passenger is allowed to kind of mess around with the dashboard oh, television. Okay. But if he's ever he doing said that on the interview, yeah, he said he said that he'll play chess on his drive. And oh then my they gosh. were like, well, how do you do that? And he said, well, you can just press that you're a passenger. Oh my so gosh. It's not, not a great look, I yeah. guess, because it's not, super he doesn't stable. care one bit. No. And, and it's so crazy that he has so much power as far as he tweets something and then like a stock will go up. Oh yeah. He he went on the Joe Rogan podcast and he smoked yeah, weed some and, marijuana then, and then Tesla this. stock plummeted. It doesn't make sense. I mean But that's just that's what back to my point about him being just like the face and what happens post Elon with Tesla. Right. Are they still gonna be I feel like if you're looking like if you're looking to invest, obviously Tesla's like the hot one right now, mm-hmm. but it's like maybe look at which company is going to be have the best foundation, sure. you know, versus no, like the best leader because leaders are temporary, foundations are forever. But man, I would love a Tesla. Oh, I would, I, yeah, there are for so, sure. There, I mean, there are pros and cons to having a Tesla too. Because pro is you look badass, uh, you probably save money on gas. You've got a car, from what I understand, can go the newest Teslas that they're pumping out can go zero to sixty in less than. 
two seconds, mm-hmm. which which is we don't really need, but no, but it's still it's cool. like you're on the rocking roller coaster. Yeah. At, at Orlando, Florida, like you get you, that G force. He was saying that you could be at sixty miles an hour before you if you're at a stoplight. You could be at sixty miles an hour before you get out of the intersection. Oh my gosh! So if you pull up to a drag race or somebody, and someone starts revving their engine, you can just be like, "Hey, I'm about to blow you up." And what are they doing? Like, what are they doing so differently than everybody else that they have the ability to do that? That's I don't know. Just crazy. Well, I think I think there is a creative aspect to Tesla because everything else is mass produced, and they're thinking outside the box. Yeah, and the thing that, and I know we're talking a lot about Elon Musk, but or Tusk, excuse yeah. me. Um, he was saying that creating the initial car is not that hard. The, the worst part is the production. <laughs> so it's interesting that he says that because all cars are built on lines where they, you know, they pump out a hundred or something. And Tesla really enjoys making a new car, but then it's the part of making that car again and again and again and trying to make sure that it holds up to the standard of that first one that they made. So there's a lot of interesting things about Tesla. The one thing that I'd be worried about, like we said, is charging it. Um, people would I feel like people would come up to your car and key it just yeah, because well, you have a test. And that's something I actually was going to bring up was just the attention. I think you and I both agree we kind of just under the radar in most things, but if you're driving if I see a Tesla, I know my head turns. Like I'm kind of like and that's what I think most people probably do. Yeah. And it's like do I want to be that guy that's in that car that everybody looks at? And so it's like, maybe yeah, but at the same time, I don't want to draw that draw much attention. attention. Yeah. So I think that we have found and cornered a market to you know how sometimes you'll have a, a phone case and it kind of, oh, you can't really tell what phone you have. Mm-hmm. Maybe we can get a case for your Tesla car that you just kind of put over the top of it to make it look like it's a, a Nissan yeah. or, you know, like a Ford Escape or something yeah. like that. And so people are like, oh, it's just a Ford, but you're actually But you're a Tesla. inside a Tesla. Right? That's, that's something that we need to look into. I don't think that, that there's a market for that right, right now. Right, and I don't think you and I are probably going to figure it out. No, but we're but maybe if we put our minds together. We'll we see. <laughs> you can do anything. So uh, one thing that's interesting about the Tesla is the self-driving mode. Because I think it's called autopilot. And this is where we're going to kind of transition into self-driving and autonomous vehicles. Uh, in a Tesla, if you're on the interstate or freeway, I believe right now you can press a button, you can take your hands off of the wheel, and the car will drive itself. That's scary, right? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I think that that's fascinating. That that technology already exists. You see a lot of cars already having like lane assist to where it'll detect if you're uh, moving in and out of uh, the lanes. But the Tesla will apparently, you know, control speed, control lane. I don't know if it would be able to switch lanes for you. At some point, it's going to have that technology if it doesn't already. But I think that that's fascinating, the idea of a self-driving vehicle. Yeah, I think, personally, I'm an old soul, and I just get worried about these things that take so much off of our hands. Mm -hmm. I actually had a conversation yesterday about how technology, over time, could end up making us more dumb. Like, And I think it has already, like, no doubt. And then the fact that we could drive places without even having to drive places anymore, it's like... You know, like the movie Wally, mm-hmm. when all those people become like fat uh, and they're like rolling around, around on the yeah. thing. Oh my gosh! Like, what, could, is that what we're doing? That you know, could true, yeah. I mean, I guess that's an extreme case, but it's just the fact that we're already moving that direction. Um, I, it does. It's fascinating, but it doesn't appeal to me because it's like when yeah. I'm driving, I like switching lanes. I like you know strategic. I feel like I'm playing a game. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but I mean, 
it is it's amazing that we can do that and it does work like they wouldn't put it on the road if it's like yeah like 50 percent of the time it, it, it should work yeah, yeah. <laughs> we yeah, think elon, so elon tusk isn't saying it should yeah work. we'll That's see how I put it in there yeah i i think that it's really fascinating uh you bring up a good point of how you like to kind of be in control of the vehicle and drive like a mm-hmm. lot of people i i personally don't don't mind to drive it would be nice to occasionally ah, i'm gonna take a break for 15 minutes or something yeah. and then you know get back to it there are, I think they're developing cars that won't have a steering wheel. I don't want that. Whew. Because just imagine if something goes wrong. Like Yeah, like that story. You remember the first, what was it? Was it a bus or something in California that did the, that was self-driving, self-driving and it like wrecked. It like crashed. It kind yeah. of immediately. We talked about that on the podcast. It just doesn't have the, the same reaction time. There's no way. I mean, you can't, I mean, I mean maybe there is, but I mean, it doesn't actually, seem like there, there is. This, there was a story that there was a self-driving vehicle that detected someone in front of it near a cemetery so people are like oh my gosh like it's a ghost that's kind of interesting uh, i don't know i don't know how true i don't that like is, that at all but like <laughs> that someone was driving and then their car stopped and it said it, it detected a person in front of it and they were right next to a cemetery kind Goodness. of kind of eerie but yeah um the question is could going autonomous work like you said there are going to be people that are opposed to it there are going to be people that like it it would be i think potentially safer you have to think that Having an autonomous vehicle does take human error out of the equation, which in some cases saves lives, but I would say for the most part is the cause of most wrecks and and possible fatalities. So um, I think that it would only work, I actually wrote a paper about this recently, it would only work having self-driving vehicles if we have most of the vehicles on the road self-driving. It would have to be all of them because they'd have to all be like some synchronized in some There'd way, but some I don't network. want that, dude. Yeah. Like think about like some, like they're all controlled by like one thing Someone and it's just like it. the AI kind of deal. Like these yeah. things are driving us around and all of a sudden it's like, hey, the cars are starting to T-bone each other everywhere. Yeah, and another country could somehow hack into the network that all the cars are yeah. on. And, I don't yeah. know. I feel like... I feel like yes, in in a perfect like kind of a utopia thing. Yeah, sure. It could but, be safer. Yeah. But right now, thinking about that, crazy. Um, the other thing that is nice to think about is it would, you know, take away the the need for every single person to have a car. So let's say you have like a family of four people. You have a mom and dad and two kids or something. And originally, like whenever those kids grow up to a certain age, they would need a car. Because they can drive themselves and they're going to practice or, go, or or they're going to school or things like that. If you have a self-driving vehicle, a truly self-driving vehicle, then the car, before the parents leave to work, could take the kids to school, come back, and then that car could take both parents to work. Hmm. And then it could sit somewhere, it could drive back home, and then it just goes and picks up whoever it needs to be picked up, drives them back. So you don't have to have four different cars. So that would potentially save money. That's interesting. The only bad thing is that I guess you wouldn't sell as many cars. So that's the thing is, would a business, would an industry purposefully you know, change the way things work and allow people to not ha- need as many products as they <laughs> that they're buying from them? Certainly not. I don't think an industry would want anything to yeah. make profit, I feel like, is, is where they're headed. It but is an interesting it's a good idea. point. It's a good point. I didn't think of if it. If it's truly self-driving, right. then you, like, let's say you, you're in college, you have a roommate, you guys could share a car. And yeah. hey, you know, you get up an app on your phone and say, For "I sure. need to be picked up." It's kind of like an Uber, but it's your. By car. the time there's cars that are driving us around, picking us up, and taking us wherever, we probably don't even have like an app on our phone. Mm-hmm. We probably just like close our eyes, close and, your eyes, and look and at then, something. Like, yeah, and it's That's all scary. right there. Whew. You're talking about how technology is kind of scary. It's 
it freaks me out honestly there's a show called brockmire which is really funny it's about like a disgraced baseball announcer and the first three seasons kind of go through a story but in the fourth season it jumps ahead to like 2030 2035 or something and he's the commissioner of baseball it's really funny it's a it's a i don't i hopefully that wasn't a spoiler no i don't think it was but uh it it has all of these you know really funny takes on where technology could go and there's a scene where people are at a baseball game and they're just like there's a screen like an inch from their face and people are just walking around swiping up and down with their hands they look like they're casting spells but they're on their phone and stuff i mean it could easily be like yeah no kidding there's also a, a this isn't really good podcasting to just like talk about a TV show that's funny, but there is a uh, there's a scene where you know like Amazon Alexas and things like that. Instead of that, it's called a limon. It looks like a lemon, but it's it's pronounced limon, and it's like a, a personal assistant. And so you have like a little button on your shirt. You have like a big thing in your kitchen or whatever, and uh, you know it's, at one point it was like I just took your blood and it looks like you're healthy or something. And he's like Jesus Christ, limon. Or he walked out of his kitchen and, you know, it's just this little, you know, thing that looks like a lemon. And it says, I made you breakfast, Brockmire. He said, how the hell did you make me breakfast? <laughs> Stuff like that. Because, you know, yeah, it doesn't freaking, have hands. Yeah, right. That's the joke. But self-driving cars. Yeah. Right? Getting back to that. I mean, besides not needing as many vehicles, uh, and I almost, I said earlier that it gets basically like an Uber. Like, you would see taxis and Uber services probably decline because I guess I guess you could still have a market for self-driving taxis. Mm-hmm. So you could you could basically put, you know, 10 or so taxis in an area that drive themselves and you can connect to an app and they come pick you up. But it's just kind of eerie to think about that you would just be picked up by a car that has no one in it. For sure. So Dude. it could it could replace it could have a lot of it would also have an impact not only would it have an impact on the automobile industry and the transportation industry, but it would also, I think, have an impact on the airline industry. Because if you have a car that can drive itself, so whether this is gas or electric, if you have a car that can drive yourself, it would save you a ton of money if you and your family got into the car, said, hey, take me to, uh, I don't know, Montana. It's a long drive. Originally, you would never think about driving, but now that you have a self-driving car where you can maybe just sleep or, or just kind of relax, whatever. then I think that that would make long road trips more appealing to hmm. drive rather than fly. So Interesting. there's a lot. And I mean, flying could become autonomous too. Yeah, I was getting ready to say, what about self-driving planes? I don't know. This all sounds nutty. It'll be interesting. But, this would be this would be a good episode to kind of put in a time capsule and then come back and listen to at some point. I don't know if all you need to know is going to last for 15, 20 years, but... but but, but if, if it, it does, does, and we called it, yeah. and we're talking about all this stuff, which I don't think this is anything out of, the, out of the ordinary, but definitely some really interesting things as far as where things could go. Right. And let's, th- let's can we just take a minute to think about where things were? Like, yeah. think about 150 years ago. If you wanted to go to the store, it was either, if you were lucky, you got on your horse, mm-hmm. but more than likely, you were walking. Walking. And, and, and at the store, you were exchanging... Um, like buckskins for for a couple slices of bread or something, you People know. People went out west for the gold rush, and you were in good shape if like twenty five percent of the group made it. Yeah, and you were riding a mule, yeah, you know, and a like, wagon. And it's like uh, I was actually reading this book recently where they had to get news from California to Washington D.C. So one guy got on a mule and rode it, and it's yeah. just like oh. And by that time, yeah. it probably didn't matter. Yeah, it was like it, the news had changed. It was you know? two years later, and yeah, we don't need this anymore. Just right the fact that that's where we used to be, like, not that long ago, and now you and I are sitting here talking about 
getting transported without even having to really think about it at all. It's I would. Just... I, I think that it's really cool to look at the progression, but at some point you have to feel like there's a like a bell curve, right? Where it's just like, okay, we can't. We yeah. Can't continue. Well, it's scary to think about human history in general of how since the beginning it seems like if you're looking at a graph it's flat 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 and then like in 19 i don't know like 20 1930 yeah everything and it's like you know what happens it's crazy but anyway well the thing that i'll say is if my car can drive itself and if it's electric i think i personally like an electric vehicle and i would like the option of self-driving but i don't want it to be like i said earlier a car that has no steering wheel i just don't feel like that's right yeah plus what about the people that like to, you know, go camping or like to uh, drive through? People like to drive through mud. Like, yeah. is that something? Are we going to have an electric vehicle? That They're probably snobby. I can imagine like autonomous vehicles being like, you know, having like a voice yeah, in them. Like, like, I'm not going. No, I will not. I will not I be going, going into, into that. <laughs> not into the creek. We're backing up now. <laughs> As a mind of its own, that would that would be. Something there are yeah. a lot. There's a lot that we could get into. I feel like we barely scratched the surface, even though we did talk about a lot. But we are at the time for the typical "all you need to know" episode. So, any closing statements on self-driving, autonomous vehicles, electric vehicles? You want to make a call? Like by this year, we're going to be on the right track, and most of the cars are going to be electric. I think we're a long way away, because I think there's a lot of pushback. Mm-hmm. I think there's there a lot be... of people, like like what I brought up in the beginning with the whole... The I'm main... not getting a damn electric yeah, car. No, no, the only thing three. I want to plug in is my toaster. <laughs> yeah, like that, that kind of that deal. And just the fact that um, there's, I don't know, the main argument for it is the fossil fuel, the green, going green thing. But I'm pretty sure from what I've read and what I understand before... Um, drilling for lithium and I think they do it in like the oceans out on the west coast or something like that mm-hmm. at least is like kind of it awful in its own way you know um, and but but who knows you know well and I think we've seen such slow change in the in the aspect of going green because oil and gas companies have so much power because they buy into the government because they are part of the super PACs that support political parties and that is going to be something that politics. Time. Yeah, yeah. I, we usually just... don't. I don't talk about politics. Let's stop before we get any farther, okay? Because that was me bringing in politics. I shouldn't do that. No, no, no. A1 2K does not talk about politics until until you until, talk about until you talk it. about it. But then you you ex- you, you bring it back right it away. Yeah, you shut it down. That was a good episode. It was. was good. Thanks for having me on, man. Yeah, thanks for talking I was, about electric I'm, I'm surprised how well it went, honestly. I was a little nervous because I was like, I don't really know much about I don't, this. I didn't know much about it either, but, but it's Fake it till you make it. You fake know? it till you make it. That's exactly right. Well, thanks, Alec, for joining. This has been All You Need to Know. My name is Quinn Eaton. This is Alec Raboyne. And that's All You Need to Know. I just said that, but I'll, I said it again. <laughs>